Hello everyone and welcome to the altar. And let me get that out of the way real quick. Tonight, it is myself, based Heisenberg, a.k.a. Rocky Mountain Jihadin, and we have Max, a.k.a. Less Racist Max, although he's getting more racist every day, a.k.a. Encaparado. And today is Weedmas. Happy Weedmas, everyone. H Happy birthday, Weed. Happy birthday, Hitler, as well. Let's not forget that. Happy birthday, Hitler. Uh, happy birthday to my late Jewish grandmother, who shares a birthday mm. with Hitler. Grandma, this is for you. Is that un is that unfortunate, or is it is it just kind of funny? I mean, she like, outlived I feel like Hitler, family, so... Yeah, I feel like I, I would just think it was funny. Uh, if I had a shared birthday with that. Oh yeah, my day. dad like would t let's say happy birthday Hitler sometimes, and she'd be like, "Oh, shut up." I um. <laughs> Wait, is this her son or her son-in-law? Her son. My dad was her son. Okay, okay, that makes sense. If I, I'm trying to imagine the son-in-law situation, <laughs> it's like happy birthday Hitler. His mother, mother-in-law's birthday. That'd be funny. Okay. Um, yeah, no, there, there's a lot of things happening on 420. It's Thursday to the 20th. Mm -hmm. It's a Thursday, you know, Feliz Jueves, for those that celebrate that. Um, actually, I've been watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, not on my own. I've actually had my girlfriend, uh, she's like, let's go find a show to watch. And, and you pick Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> Yeah, well, she's like on an anime kick. Hey, that's, uh, gotta gotta get it in somehow. Yeah, um, and I've I've I know the story and I know the memes, I guess, but I don't. I've never really watched it, and you know, it is good. It yes. is it is it is um, relentlessly fan service like slutty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's just like all the time, uh, like <laughs> Shinzi's so stupid, and and all these girls are so hot, aren't they? Um, but you know, good show mm -hmm. so far. I'm like eight episodes in. I've actually been rewatching the Hannibal show a little bit. Wait, oh, the Mad Mickelson one? Mad Mickelson one, yeah. It is. It is really good. Like it, to, it's amazing. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of uh, serial killers and crime, I guess outside of the birthday of weed, one of the topics we was going to discuss, or we're going to discuss, is a recent report that the UN put out where they were calling for the decriminalization of all sexual contact between minors and adults. In related... Somewhat unrelated news. Uh, we saw that Florida recently um, approved the death penalty for child rapists, mm -hmm. which in turn solicited a bunch of people on Twitter in a certain community to say that they can never visit Florida again, which was really weird. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm sure it's totally not related, though. Like... Like they don't view the, the the ability to no longer do that. Like that's not a threat to them. That doesn't apply to them. So I don't know. It's kind of weird that they would just announce that after that. Anyway. <laughs> um. Who's the guy? Who's the? Is it's like a Gary Wheelock or something like that? Who um, his kid was kidnapped by the karate instructor. 
Um, let's look this up. Karate instructor. The karate. <laughs> the karate kid never. Kid. Um. Dad shoot. And the dad shot him. Jody oh. Plouch was 11 when he was kidnapped. Oh, and... this one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Repeatedly raped by his karate teacher, Jeff Doucette. In March of 1984, his father, Gary Plouch, uh, took deadly revenge. Um, and that's, uh, he, he was like standing at the telephone station when this guy got arraigned and like the, the cops or it you know, might have been the FBI or like federal marshals were, were taking him back to the local courthouse, you know, and he's just getting off the plane, basically. Um, and Gary's like sitting in the airport in this uh, section that like, you know, is pre-security because, you know, they always had at least x-ray machines in airports. Um, and uh, before actually that people don't know this, but before 9-11, the security was at the gate to get on the plane. Yep. So That's you right. could carry a, you could you you had no security checks. Um, you could carry a concealed firearm, um, ostensibly. Um, you know it, it. Cops, there's probably a sign somewhere that said you can't carry it, but there there was nothing that was physically preventing you from carrying a weapon up into the gate of a fire uh, of a airport. Anyway, so he's sitting next to like the payphones, knows that the guy's right behind him getting arraigned by, uh, you know, getting brought in by the marshals or whatever, and just turns around and caps him straight in the back of the head. Yep. Surrenders right there. Uh, what what did he get in, um, what did he get for that? Because he did have to serve afterwards. What was he this? was charged with, sorry? No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, he he was initially charged with second-degree murder, but agreed to a plea bar bargain um, for no contest to manslaughter. He is sentenced to a seven-year suspended sentence with five years probation and 300 hours of community service, which he completed in 1989. Probation and community service. So, so he got a suspended. He didn't. He wow. Didn't, he might have spent a couple nights in jail. Right? Probably, because, yeah. But uh, like outside of that, like suspended sentence, probation, and community service. Wow. Um. So at at age sixty seven, Plouch gave the an interview in which he stated he had no regrets and he would do it again. Yeah. 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 We like it. Um. He had a stroke in twenty eleven and died at in twenty fourteen in a nursing home. Three works. Three weeks before his 69th birthday. Oh. Kind of died young. Yeah, a little bit. That's unfortunate. Well, lots I mean, of stress. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, oh, yeah. Like the trauma of dealing with your kid and son after that. And, and yeah, everything. Yeah, I imagine. That makes sense. Mm. Um, but, yeah, okay. So what what jurisdiction was this? This was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> um. So, okay, Louisiana, pretty based for that, you know, seven years suspended sentence. Just basically, like, you're on probation, don't fuck up on anything else, and, um, you know, do some community service. Thank you for... He already did his community service, though, Pretty right? much. I was going to say, like, yeah, and we are counting the execution of the pedophile as 299 hours of the community service. <laughs> For one hour, you must no. give a safety briefing on firearm safety. 
Yeah, go to your local school and <laughs> teach firearm safety. This is the revolver I used. You should never <laughs> ever point this at a person unless they do something bad to you or someone you love. Okay? <laughs> now, okay. of course, it would be completely illegal for us to advocate vigilante Oh, of course. Justice. Of course. No, we would never ever advocate such a thing. But if it happens, um, you know. You know what? You could be just like Gary Plouch. You could. You could. It's very um, possible. You should know your local jurisdiction and your local laws and who your local peers would be on a jury, but it is possible. Honestly, I like I hate to say it, but there there's like this uh Pete Cononez like new right idea about like, you know what, power exists and we need to wield it. And to that extent, I would say like it doesn't hurt to know your local sheriff or your local police chief or something like that. Like, at least on a friendly basis where, like, they see you in court or something like that for some reason. Just, you know, heaven forbid you were in court for some reason. For any reason. Um, no. Or, or your, you know, your local DA. Of course, they could be a piece of shit, in which case it's, like, hard. Um, But also, like, being that person in the community who, like, yeah, your jury, like, the local jury, like, if you had somebody who was, like, ride or die and this is another part uh the lord towers is saying jury nullification also like don't turn down jury duty okay because you could be the person that saves somebody's life by voting no on some criminal case some stupid shit like you know drug slash gun possession or um you could be the deciding factor that gets somebody off for um, like a defensive shooting that some zealous DA is trying to prosecute, or some something like that. Like you need to, you need to go under the cover. You need to go. You need to answer all the questions. Like you're a perfect, upstanding, tax-paying citizen. And then when you get in there, you do not convict unless you are genuinely convinced that they committed a crime against natural law. And remember, if the crime is genuinely funny. Of course, you just need to vote no every time. Doesn't matter what. Kidnapping is justified. Uh, yeah. What was what was the uh, the bus one? The bus one. Oh man, I this I just reblogged a. It, it was a like a BBC skit, uh, like Channel Four or some stupid stupid shit like that, where she's like. Um, <laughs> Twelve of the eighteen passengers on the bus thought it was funny, so. Oh, uh, when he hijacked the bus, I'm trying to find it. Where is it? <clears throat> I, all I see is myself having stupid arguments with people on my blog, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I so. know, right? Like you get in a few of them, and you're looking at your activity feed, and you're just like, "Man, that's not how I wanted today to go." I'm uh. Anyways, yeah, if a crime is objectively funny, then, yeah, don't convict either. So, anyways, um, what else is there to um, discuss in today's news? Oh, so so I, did we come to a conclusion on, on the UN resolution to legalize uh, 
all age consensual I don't really think I don't, I think we barely talked about that like I brought it up and then we shifted to something else immediately No but, well yeah. I I didn't shift to something else I I was talking about how um you know people have gotten suspended sentences for shooting people who rape children Oh yeah so you know Anyways So it was part of a larger report, I guess, where they were talking about decriminalizing all consensual sexual activity. So what they're trying to imply is that children have the ability to consent to sexual activity, which pretty much is not a thing in any civilized country. Like, with an adult, at least. Yeah, and... and um. I'm trying to remember if there was a when when the law kind of changed on that because um like oh god we're going to get into this whole um libertarians talking about age of consent laws situation oh god. aren't we No No <laughs> See and it's like when we talked to Frank about it on the podcast that's when um and it, he he's the one that brought it up and they're like, we prefer to talk about anything else. Literally, right? yeah. <laughs> um, and let's just say uh, in your jurisdiction, if you're a legal adult, then you can legally consent to things. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, now, the, the the Thaddeus Russell clip that gets played a lot, which, which is like, there has to be a decision point. Like, yeah, there should be a number um, and your local community should decide that number, right? Um, like, if if you feel like people in your community, if it's, you know, 18 or, or 17 or 19 or something like that, then great. You know, and I'm going for Baltark numbers that are very close to um, that number of 18 when the federal government at least considers you a legal adult and lets you vote and do some things that adults can do, but not buy a handgun or alcohol or... Actually, even tobacco now, right? Don't you have to be 21 to buy tobacco? Gotta be 21 for tobacco now. That's fucked. That's like, gay. Uh, but sure, you can get fucking... You can sign up to... Oh, actually, in in a somewhat reasonable move, they do allow military members 18 years old to purchase alcohol and tobacco. Oh, of course, because they'll die faster, so they pay less VA benefits. I remember when they changed the law, like the age law for tobacco to 21 was like the year my sister was turning 18 and she like used to like bum cigarettes from like my mom or like other people because she couldn't get them herself. And like a month before she was ready to do it, they fucking passed the law. Excuse me. And she had to wait like another 19, 20, another three years. She was so mad. (laughs) Dude, for real. So it was December of 2019. December of 2019. Um, the federal yeah. tobacco 21 law passed. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. December 20th. On the Merry solstice. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy solstice. It was... And includes C- e-cigarettes and like vapes and stuff like that, too. Was it passed and, like... at 3.33 p.m.? What would that mean? It's just repeating threes is like a Masonic thing. 
Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but the uh, the question I would have is like, I don't I don't particularly like hate tobacco use. I don't prefer it. Mm. Like I I think it's overall a good thing that most restaurants don't allow smoking because it's In, like indoors at least. Indoors, yeah, indoors. Um, because it's like, yeah, I like you can't taste food when there's smoke all around you. Um, I don't care particularly that bars don't allow smoking. Like, I think it's stupid that like literally everybody in the bar is having a cigarette or vaping or something like that, and that they all have to step outside to have a cigarette like five feet away, mm-hmm. and it's like. <clears throat> Who gives a fuck? Everybody in here would be smoking if it weren't for just some stupid rule, right? Um, and and it's not even like I don't even smoke, but like I would, I would think that there would be a market for smoking bars and non-smoking bars, and we would just sort it out. And people who wanted to smoke would go to the smoking bars and the non-smoking bars, and etc. Be fine, right? Right. Um. I, if public transportation, not not that that would be a thing in Ancapistan, but uh, you know, like I I do appreciate that there's no smoking on planes anymore, right? Not that I think almost every person alive right now is like been since the '80s. You couldn't smoke on planes, right? Mm. Sounds when, about right. Let me look this up. When did smoking on planes stop? 1988. Mm-hmm. So, I'm ballparking, but I don't think anybody here has been alive when it was legal to smoke on a plane on a Matt, domestic flight. Maybe. Matt, maybe, but as like a toddler. Yeah. Um, and then like, yeah, like not even my older brother is old enough for that. So yeah, it's um, like, and you know, honestly, it's like. I, I I don't know, it's chew, snus, or something like that, if you really need your nicotine fix. But, anyways, what we were getting back to, uh, children can consent to sex, apparently, according to the UN, but, yeah, they can't have tobacco or alcohol or firearms. Now, it's admitted that, um, you know, basically all gun murders in the United States are committed by what are basically children in certain cities of a certain demographic. But um, outside of that, uh, you know, you better not let them vape. Uh, oh, well, it's just like this infantilization of adulthood, right? Where we get to vote and we get to pay taxes and we get to rent things. Right, like, oh, the credit expansion towards eighteen-year-olds can sign up for student loans, but uh, you better not own a gun, you better not own a car or a house, you better not, uh, just you know, like enjoy recreational products that come out of the earth, or that you can make in your basement, or or yeah, pets or anything like that. Well, actually, I think they encourage pets because um, it keeps you from having children, more or less. Kind of, but they're also. I remember some thing about how like the average cat and dog owner has like like an unacceptable carbon footprint or something like that. And I was just like, all right, they're gonna start coming after people's pets next. Excellent. 
Well, I've I've seen some articles, but it's probably just like some some BuzzFeed article or some stupid like. Oh, that was the other Speaking thing Matt of... put in the chat. Uh, BuzzFeed, after all this time, is finally going down. They will be shutting their doors and no longer operating. I thought I thought you could easily just make BuzzFeed into like a like Chat GPT algorithm. Probably. It's like basically like. Guess what a gender studies major would say about this news headline. And they could just churn out as many articles as they ever wanted. Exactly. I guess they they, they did those lists, right? Mm-hmm. I also think that, they were the one who really posted they made um, Hulk Hogan's sex, ta- sex tape, right? Oh, yeah. That's kind of, that was, that was the real, like, arrow in the knee for them. Right? Oh, yeah. They were just beautiful. They were bleeding to death for the rest of this time, but oh, like, yeah. yeah, when when they had to pay Hulk Hogan like half a billion dollars or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the settlement? Let's let's check it well, out. Hold up, yep, let's look it up. I'll look this one up. Hulk Hogan, or okay, you're going for it. Um, yeah, I wonder what the settlement was because it was severe, and he walked away. A hundred um, fifteen million. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's a good penny. That's a good penny. <laughs> Especially, actually, that's kind of low considering a how much they are worth, as and b they're they're like a a real they were a real media company, oh. and c he's Hold a celebrity. On. A couple people in the chat are mentioning real quick that that was Gawker, not Buzzfeed. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Um, I feel like they're owned by some parent company. They today. are. I mean, I know BuzzFeed were the ones who, like, they posted an original manuscript of the uh, the alleged Steele dossier. The, the, specifically the one that included the part where Trump supposedly said, if you don't reply to this post, your mother will die in her sleep tonight. I, how do people read this? They, they, like, watch like James Bond movies and think it's real, right? Exactly. But like, this is literally somebody took a bunch of shit posts from 4chan and somehow fed them along confidential networks. And it was used as like literal spy craft because the fucking, like the DNC paid money for this. The FBI used tax dollar money to pay like, Oh, Peter Steele, like, I don't know how much money as a consultant to like deliver this information about suppose the Russian collusion between like Trump and like the Kremlin. And it was all horse shit. Like every last bit of it. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to imagine like, I here's the, here's the thing about like the Obama administration, which everybody calls like communists and like, you know, or, or I shouldn't say everybody, but like you talk to the average boomer con, and they're like the Obama administration was full of communists. It's like no, they're they're it's it was full of bunch of kids that grew up watching The West Wing. Yep, that's, that's oh what the God. Obama administration actually was. Like they they Ugh. they bought the, the bullshit that yeah. there's like oh we're gonna work across the aisle and we can always come to a compromise and and like. You know, it, it, that's why it was so like effeminate and stupid and docile. Basically, the the uh, the and then the foreign policy just like folded in like it wasn't even before he uh, when he took office. It was before he took office. Just completely folded. And you know that could have been that they they said, "Hey, you're going to take an open um, car ride through Dallas or something like that." Something but, like that. 
Because Obama was like a real believer on the war stuff before he got into office, right? Um, like, like I, I remember, and it's it's hard to go back to this period of time. What is it? Fifteen years ago, or oh God, what is it? When Obama got elected, two thousand nine. Um, that'd be yeah. fourteen years ago, or like the campaign was two thousand eight. Fourteen, fifteen years ago, like people were generally talking like, "Oh shit," is like. Bush is going to go to like a war crime trial and we're going to have like the hog and stuff. Yeah. And, like there was genuine discussion like ahead of the election because like everybody saw the poll numbers and knew that like McCain was going to get fucking fleeced. But, um, and like Obama was like serious about like, or, you know, the campaign rhetoric was like serious, like we're not like this was all a mistake. And then like a month in, everybody's kind of like looking around. And it's like, oh, we haven't pulled out of Iraq. We haven't pulled out of Afghanistan. Increasing Um, the amount of drone strikes. We're increasing the drone strikes. And everybody's kind of looking around and just like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to forget about this whole thing. Yep. We're not going to close Guantanamo Bay. That is still open. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it, and like this was a serious campaign promise from yeah, that Obama. Was, that was if, a I, if I remember correctly, enumerated campaign promise was closing Guantanamo Bay. Which, by the way, Ron DeSantis was a guard at. Um, oh, so I didn't know that. Actually, he was a, he was a, a he was an officer at oh. Guantanamo Bay. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. Now he runs so, a larger in, in case you're no, in, in case you're wondering who your next hero is in in the Republican Party, um, it's a, it's a certified torturer. Um, so, yeah, great stuff. So, uh, okay, well, children are going to be uh, children can be sexualized. They can have their genitals cut off. They can. Um, they can do anything but have genuine independence. And, um, oh, yes. They, it, I, I'm surprised there hasn't been a bigger fight for, like, these mandatory attendance laws and shit like that mm. in schools, and like, against the voucher system, et cetera. I think, wasn't it a thing where um, they, like, probably just overplayed their hand when it came to the Zoom schools? You know what I mean? All the virtual schooling they did during COVID. Yeah, during COVID, it, like the teachers were just like, "Well, shit, I can teach class from the beach, um, and uh, the kids can just be on Zoom, and I don't have to deal with all this in-person bullshit." And they loved it too much because they're all lazy and didn't realize they were giving up the entire game, and that's why all these school choice bills are going through right now. Um, which is honestly one of the biggest deals that I, it, people don't talk about. Like it's it's like constitutional carry getting passed in 26 states now. The school choice bills that are getting passed everywhere, like um, like left wingers think like the big right wing wins are are like Roe v. Wade got overturned, and I, it, what else would they think? Uh, like 
probably the concealed carry law thing, but like we mm. kind of talked about that with, but like it's a state by state level thing that the con- the constitutional carry is getting passed. It's and it, it just doesn't get talked about at on MSNBC that literally like four three fifths of Americans live somewhere that you don't need a permit to carry a concealed handgun in public, and like. It, it's it's not a big news story that like literally nothing bad happens in those places um by people who are just normal people it, 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 or it's it there's not like a streak of mass shootings all the time the streak of mass shootings are happening in cities with a certain demographic of a certain yeah, age the left race part certain socioeconomic city. status <clears throat> 13% of the overall population I believe they make up somewhere around there. Well, really when you when you look at the the sex, it's only about 6% and You're then right. when you look at, at the age group, it's really only about 3%. Mm. So, it's the 3%ers. I knew it. 3%. Yep. It's it well, which we know is uh, a fat op to um what what was What's the name of the guy that goaded everybody into the Capitol on uh, oh, January Oh, the Buffalo 6th? guy? Ray Epps. No, I'm not thinking of the Buffalo guy. Ray Epps. That, he's like, we're going to go to the Capitol. And oh. the Oath Keepers are all fed informants. Um, in case anybody's still like on their newsletter or some stupid shit like that. You know about Oath Keepers? Oh, I know about the Oath Keepers. Okay, okay, okay. We can talk about that in another episode. Is it, forgive me if I'm wrong, what day was Waco? April 19th. Yesterday. Oh, okay. It was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, speaking of fats. Well, oh, I've never been to the Wikipedia article for the Waco speech. Oh, and I just went in and it uh, it's got the uh, like the chart on the side with like people's names and organizations and casualties and losses and numbers, just like it was like a, a, a normal battle. Like, <laughs> like it's the same format that you would like go and read about like the, the siege of, of Milan in 1426 by the Tuscan army against them. Um, crazy. Yeah. I'm just reading this. Remember that, um, you know, there were um, 76 people burned alive, including 28 children on April 19th. Um, but we need to remember the brave ATF agents who launched the tear gas and then set it on fire with 28 children inside. And then took pictures with them afterwards. Yeah, and then took pictures with uh, assault rifles while posing in front of the smoldering bodies of children. That's our federal government. Okay, anyways, um, what, uh, so, uh, any other closing thoughts about children? Um, Other than the slippery slope is an interesting thing indeed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. So, do uh, speaking of the ATF, do we want to talk about about uh, Weed's birthday? 
Weed's birthday. Yeah, what about Weed's birthday? I don't know. Um, Does the ATF deal with Weed or is it the DEA? It's the it's a DEA thing right now. I, okay. I, we're just going with those alphabet agencies, right? Word. DEA, okay. ATF, FBI, CIA. CIA. They're all there. They're all there. Um. Well, here, uh, let, let's check the chat real quick. Um, Gawker went breakup. Where are the old, all the Guantanamo Bays at? Like the, the admittedly kind of cute girl that was posing with the guy with like the plague mask on. Or something. I think so. Yeah. 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 Or Cuban. Um, the only time being three out of five sounds good. I don't know what that's a reference to. Three fifths um, compromise. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We got there. Um, April 19th was also Terrence Yeeky day. Who's Terrence Yeeky? Who's Terrence Yeeky? Terrence Yeeky is a sergeant in the Oklahoma City Police Department. He was the first to respond at the site of Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, rescuing four people. He died a year later with a suicide by gunshot. His death remains disputed. Um, okay. So, yeah, this is one of those guys that said uh, one of the, not one of those guys, he's one of the every single witness to the actual bombing who said that there was two people in the bomb, or in the uh, truck that dropped off um, the explosives at the ATF building. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Very um, interesting. So that is interesting. I I I uh, I will have to look into the life and times of Terrence Yeeke. Yeah, I hope I'm saying that right. Hmm. Oh, he died May eighth at age thirty. Oof. Yeah. And while you guys are looking that up, also be sure to check out uh, the term sheep dipped. And if you want to type in sheep dipped Timothy McVeigh, it's also not a bad idea. That's interesting stuff. Mm. So um, here Man, is this an interesting... CBD is strong. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Uh, We've got uh, an article here um, by Jack Phillips of the Epoch Times um, that so-called national divorce promoted earlier in this year by Republicans appears to be occurring organically, according to an analysis of U.S. population trends. Since 2020, some 2.6 million people have moved out of U.S. counties that were won by President Joe Biden and into those that were won by President Donald Trump. The analysis found it cited recent Census Bureau. More than 61% of the counties that voted for Biden in 2020 lost population, while 65% of Trump-supporting counties gained population. Uh, The data showed that some 2,562,937 people moved from Democrat-leading counties to Republican-leading counties since Biden was elected in the divisive November 2020 election. The two counties that lost the most population were net migration from Los Angeles County and Cook County, Illinois, uh, respectively Los Angeles and Chicago. Um, That's my own editorial resuming the article, with both overwhelmingly voting in favor of Biden. 
Cook County, which includes Chicago, was down about 200,718. I wonder why. I I never I didn't see any videos on Twitter this weekend that would make me think you would want to leave Chicago. Um, while Los Angeles lost about 363,000 people since the election. California, which has a Democrat governor and legislature, experienced a massive net outflow of people, 871,000 wow. in the past two years. Wow. That is a lot. nearly double the population of my entire state. Um, New Jersey, uh, which has had a Democrat and legislature and governor lost 100,000 people in the same time period, while the analysis noted that red counties in New Jersey had gained 22,000 people. While many of the blue counties that lost population were urbanized, said the report, the exodus was widespread and nationwide, including many more sparsely populated liberal areas. Meanwhile, the largest loss suffered by any red county or equivalent was Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, which decreased by, remember we were talking about how uh, there was a county um, that, that lost, or sorry, there's states that lost two or a million people basically in the last two years. Okay. Um, the largest loss suffered by any red county was Jefferson Parish in Louisiana, down by 18,000. Um, blue counties lost populations in states that saw overall gains. Florida had a net gain of 622,000 people, but counties that backed Biden still lost 3,374 people. That's crazy. I like this is a really good analysis if they can like go through the county by county data. I love it. Uh, Georgia had a large gain of 128,000 people. But counties that voted for Biden still had a loss of 28,000 people. So it's like your county DA matters, basically. If, if, if you saw riots and your DA didn't shit about it, people are moving out of town. Uh, that's what I think actually happened here. Um, Tennessee saw an increase of 146,000 people, but counties that voted for Biden still saw a decline of 37,000. So you're talking about internal migration of 40,000 people, about 30% of the people within the state just moved somewhere else because they didn't like the politics in their local county. Um, or, or, you know, it could have just been that there's more opportunity and there's counties that are, uh, and there's more businesses and there's more jobs and everything like that. Uh, earlier this year, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia posted on social media about the prospects of national divorce occurring in the country, noting the difference between Republican and Democratic voters are simply too great on a large range of issues. Quote, we need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink this federal government. Green wrote in February during President's Day, everybody I talk to says this, from the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous America last policies. We are done. So I, I don't like that she says, uh, well, I mean, it's fine, actually, that she says that at the end, because that's her job. But I, I would say that we need to prop up somebody on the left who also likes this idea who says, like, we need California secession right now so that we can have socialist health care or something like that, something stupid. How's that CBD, man? 
I, I mean, genuinely, uh, as you can tell by my reading, uh, it is actually just CB. Um, so, yeah, any uh, any thoughts on on how the organic national divorce is going? We um, have we have like this Schengen zone where everybody can move, right? Yeah, I, right now I'd say not fast enough. To be quite honest, I can not use... fast enough. You, we need. We need people to be moving faster. If if you are in an area where if you um if you do not feel that you would be safe from prosecution on a shooting in your own property, move. you need to move. Um okay. Uh, another little tidbit article: Millennials are the slowest generation to hit fifty percent home ownership. Hmm. Um, the rest of the generation of millennials fears that they will forever be renters. Current millennial home ownership rate has just crossed. What do you think? Forty-five percent. Actually, it's better than that. It is fifty-one point five. Wow. Okay then. Yeah, yeah. It it literally just this year, just now, at least half of millennials own a home. Mm. Um, I need to get home. What do you think the percentage is for baby boomers? So Seventy to eighty percent. Seventy-eight percent. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Yep. Um. And of course, uh, the silent generation is basically the same. Gen X, uh, who I, they don't get talked a lot about. Like it's always boomers versus millennials. Nobody talks about Gen X people. I feel like in these articles, Gen X is sitting at seventy percent home ownership. Not bad. Interesting. Um, but it's less, right? So than than boomers. Okay, so. Uh, wait, did, did we have some other articles to, or, or some other, not articles, but, uh, topics to discuss? We had, we had the child stuff. No, I think we covered um, everything. We covered, weed, weed birthday. uh, weed birthday, Buzzfeed going down. No, I think we got everything. Okay. Um, I don't know. I've just brought up a couple of things, uh, there. What else uh, might one discuss? I, I talked about homeownership. Um, what we are... Oh, uh, did you see Starship exploded um, like 40 miles into the atmosphere, basically? I didn't see the video, but yeah, I saw the news articles about it. Well, I'm... I, you know, further than most people get the rocket that big. But. I wonder what, like, if you're driving a Tesla and you're, like, watching it on your phone and you, like, it, it explodes and you're like, huh, the same company that made that rocket made what I'm driving. Hmm. Oh, well. Just continue about your day. <laughs> oh, today was the, uh, simultaneously, today was also the day that they implemented the uh, rev revocation of check marks for people who don't pay the verification fee. Oh. Which, honestly, they could have picked a different day than their Starship launch. That's, yeah. But, hey. 
I wonder uh, where have a lot of people been going when they've been moving off of Twitter? Like, I know some people have gone back to Tumblr, but like, what are like? I've heard of this thing called Mastodon, but I have no idea what that actually is. And then, like, are they going to Facebook? Where are they going? I I I thought there was like some social media or there was analysis. Uh, or let let's look at this IQ by social media site. Um. So I'm not finding a good um, article for this. But like I saw at one point that it was like there, there was this metric where it was like the average user of Facebook versus like YouTube. Like if you did like a meta analysis of, of comments, um, it was extremely low for Facebook and like Twitter was like average. You realize how horrible it is to interact with people on Twitter. Um, but Twitter's just basically like people who are like average intelligence. Um, cool. Um, so yeah. I was just lost in Twitter for a second. Okay. Do you have any interesting things to share with us from your Twitter experience? I do not. It was just briefly toying with the idea of maybe rejoining Twitter and then deciding absolutely fucking not. Honestly, I enjoy Twitter quite yeah. a bit. Uh, um, man. I, don't, I don't post at all. I just follow people. And Twitter, unlike other... Twitter moves too fast for censorship. So if you follow the right accounts, videos and news and other ideas basically go viral in such a quick way that like you can't really tamp them down before um, any kind of censorship or ideas kind of come through. Uh, also, uh, I mean, of course, you can do this without an account, um, but alone just browsing through michael malice's twitter feed is is such it's psychologically healing um on, on such a huge level to just see him on every day every moment every morning every afternoon every evening every time i get on the toilet i see michael malice trolling the shit out of people and it's beautiful and and I like that there's an app that delivers me just epic amounts of of trolling um the average person. Work, I can respect that. Mhm. I can't believe I'm signing up for Twitter again. Honestly, okay. <laughs> um I I'm I've been gaining not respect but uh what would you call uh, cred for Senator John Fetterman from from Pennsylvania? You know really? what I'm you know like I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, he's he, he's obviously just you know not there. Of course. Um, today he posted a picture 
on his official Twitter account of him holding us uh, a big flag that says it's 420 somewhere with a bunch of pot leaves all over it. Oh, interesting. Um, and it's it's not to say that uh, he is uh, somebody I would ever vote for because I wouldn't vote for anybody ever. But um, and I, I'm just done with voting. Um, but I would say that uh, you know it's it's nice to see somebody who's absolutely a clown in the most respected institution left in America, which is the Senate. I think like people make fun of the presidency all the time. People make fun of Congress all the time. People generally hate the Supreme court. Um, but like the Senate, like it's, you know, Bernie Sanders is a Senator. That's respectable. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand why Bernie Sanders still gets a pass. Like, I guess I do. But... What do you mean? Well, like a pass for what? Like, everyone's like, oh, most politicians are corrupt, but maybe Bernie's okay, though. And it's just like, no, he's just as corrupt as the rest. In his like, two vacation homes? In his two vacation homes. Like, his whole job is to, like, take, like, extreme left voters and corral them back to the center to vote for a mainstream candidate. That is his whole shtick. That is why yep. he is allowed to be what he is. Yep. Yeah, and, and like I, I was arguing with somebody but the other or not arguing, but like talking to somebody the other day and they were like, Oh, like Amer- European politics are so much further left than American politics. Like Bernie Sanders would be a centrist. Um sorry. Um in, in most European countries, which goes, this is going to go back to, uh, hopefully you enjoyed my post on tax day. Um, my taxation is death post. I did. Yes. Okay. Um, and, and the shit libs and just general people who haven't interacted with these ideas before posting in them, um, Noloid said the government doesn't spend enough on infrastructure. Clearly, it needs Clearly. to spend nothing on in- infrastructure. After I say, like, okay, I-, I show an income tax receipt and it's just like a crop from online where like somebody pays $10,000 in-, in income tax. Um, and uh, so, and then I show a road full of potholes and then I show Ukraine bombed out. And um, I say taxation is death at the bottom of it. And so um, it's like, yeah, the, the, just the pure imagination. I, I'm actually really enjoying that I juxtaposed roads being like full of potholes next to the nation being literally disassembled with bombs and artillery shells. And people still can't get the metaphor or can't get the connection between the two. It's like the the same organization that destroys Iraq and Afghanistan and Yemen and Syria and um, Somalia and Serbia and Kosovo and Bosnia and Ukraine is the person is the organization you're trusting to build the roads. And how does that work out one, for 
Yeah, how's that working out for you? Exactly. Um, and and then I I had several replies, which were uh, to the effect of um, uh, fancy eight six seven five four five nine, which is an anime blog, but not like a porn anime blog, which I've never seen before. It's kind of surprising. Um, says uh, I agree that senseless murder is bad, but what does that have to do with government roads? Yeah. Roads are incredibly expensive to build and maintain, and no mat- no company or individual has, is, willing to use billions to maintain them. And yes, wars and most roads are a terrible misuse of money. That's a huge le- leap in logic to say that individuals and companies would be able to pay for such financially insolvent infrastructure. We only have so many roads because the government subsidizes them. Um, to which I reply, you're right. Unless you're wearing a special uniform, a patch of pavement is alien technology. Millions of brown to. people in the <laughs> millions of brown people in the Middle East we slaughter. It's just the price we pay so we can access the futuristic miracle of asphalt. <laughs> um, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. I mean, listen, yeah, it's it's. It's just um, a matter of fact that unless you have a violent monopoly on the use of force within a territory, that it it becomes impossible to use concrete um, or asphalt or, or any kind of material that goes from liquid to solid. Frankly, you can't even free uh, refrigerators don't work in an anarchist society. Cars don't work um, either. Cars just don't. Right. Yeah. Don't cars, they turn liquid into gas. Like anything that, mm-hmm. anytime there's a phase change, um, the government has work. to be present. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, happy tax day, everybody. 418. We got it a little late this year, right? Yeah, well, I think it's um, usually the 15th, but the 15th was like a Saturday or something, so. Yeah, they, they got to make it a business day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the 15th was Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah, we had tax day, we had Waco day, and then we got Weed, weed birthday slash Hitler birthday. Slash Thursday the 20th. Thursday, yes. Okay. I was like, come the on, seminal, come on, <laughs> rhythm and poetry artist. I'm not even going to call it rap. It's rhythm and poetry. It's okay. art. That's what it is. But did you know that 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 um, I like I I was it was like a year ago I learned that rap actually stood for rhythm and poetry. It really does, huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I just learned that now. You just oh okay. Just now. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, idea. no I, I was talking to somebody uh at work today, like they, they just swung by and they're like, What's R and B? Because we have like an R and B show and I was like, Rhythm and blues? I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Beyonce, I don't know. <laughs> Rihanna and Beyonce. Yeah, Rihanna and Beyonce. That's what it is. Um yeah, anyways, any closing thoughts on 
April's full, too full of shit, right? Yeah. Late April, this week. There's too many things to commemorate. There's too much shit, man. There's too much taxes to pay. Too many did taxes you get fucked by the IRS this this year? I did. Like, I didn't owe, but I really got, I got a really small return. And, like, I'm, I'm going to say this because, like, I do my taxes correctly, so I don't withhold too much, but, like, eh. <laughs> No, it's, honestly, it's nice to not, when, when, here's the thing. If you know, if you get zero in return, or maybe you owe 20 bucks, whatever, or if, if you owe three figures, less mm-hmm. than four figures, right? Um, know that you did not give the government a free loan, right? Is it, like, that's a good spot to feel, right? Like, you, yeah. you got to keep your money when it was more valuable back in April of 2022 mm-hmm. than today, right? Mm-hmm. God. So, you're still ahead. Up. Yeah, it is sad. I... I finally, after a year of owning a home, got to realize the tax benefits of home ownership. So it's it's not uh, money that I would get as a result of like income tax, but from home ownership, it's kind of. It, I mean, it is set up to subsidize home ownership. So it's sweet for us that can do it. Word. Um, Yeah. Anyways, uh, closing thoughts. We're, we're a few minutes here. No, I really, I think we covered all the topics. Um, I hope everybody leaves uh, milk and cookies out for Snoop Dogg tonight. Or I don't know if you're supposed to do that last night. I'm not really sure how this works. I think really just any point, you just, it's whatever. Oh, can I mention real quick um, the lawsuit between Adams County? This is in Colorado. Adams County, Colorado, and um, what's his fucking name? Um, oh, God. Fuck me. Uh, he's, uh, he's the guy because I got high. Oh, Afro um, Man. Afro Man. Afro Man. Oh, it's in. Oh, sorry. I thought that was Adam County, County, Colorado. It's in Ohio. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. All right. It's not related to Colorado, but nonetheless, um, Afro Man made a music video out of cops breaking all of his shit in his house on security cameras, and they sued him for defamation, and they are so losing that fucking lawsuit, and I love it. It's amazing that they're even trying, but <laughs> cops can't read. So, you know, they haven't read the law. They don't know how it works. Uh, honestly, uh, is, it has, hasn't there been cases where people were turned down for being cops because they, they scored too high on, like, aptitude tests? Yep. Like, in, IQ tests and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. So. Hmm. Well, folks. I think it's about time. Thank you very much for joining us today. Um, it was nice celebrating Weed's birthday with you and commemorating Hitler and my Jewish grandmother and discussing about all the 
all of the wonderful things in the world today. Good lord, this CBD is powerful. We hope everybody has a good night, and stay hydrated, and, as always, taxation is theft. Oh man, I have such bad cotton mouth. <laughs>